0: Yeah.
1: Episode 178 I'm your host, Jacob Rush And I'm joined by my co host Ryan Black And Joshua Taylor And we are back And we are playing with power
2: Gentlemen, how are we doing today?
3: I'm great, man uh, Josh, how you doing?
2: I'm doing just fine Had the day off And I think he almost called me Joshua Tater Which would have been... Okay
3: <laughs> They call him Tater Salad. Uh,
1: well You know, um It's been a crazy, uh, crazy time, you know? Just with me not playing video games, that that seemed like the world has just come to a crash. That's what it seems like, at least.
3: Yeah, (laughs) um, that'll happen, you know? The, uh, the world just can't survive without Jacob playing video games.
1: Yeah, well, we can get, we can talk about that here in a little bit, I guess. So I guess we might as well just get into what we've been Radical Rexing about. So this is what we have been Radical Rexing about. Uh, Ryan, why don't you start us off?
3: Sure, man. Um, so I'm going to start us off on a low note. Just get it out of the way and say, today would have been Nintendo's E3 day. And, uh, we could have all been hanging out at the NOS crew hangout and Josh would have come down. He had the days off, you know, and we would have had an awesome time, but no, no Corona had to come, come in and, uh, and corrupt the masses with their, with its sickness. And so we are stuck here just trying to bear being at home with our families and not being able to go out and do things with them. You know, it's, it's crazy. Um, I'm sad that we're not getting any announcements at all for video games or anything like that. Uh, I wish. I really, really wish. But not the case. Um, Josh, how are you holding up in all this?
2: Not too bad. We've probably gotten a little lax with it, to be honest. Um, we've been around family a little bit more than maybe some people would approve. Um, but yeah, we're, we're holding up okay now. We're getting there. That's good. It's getting a little wild. I haven't been away from my kid at all. Um, until last weekend, we finally got our first, me and my wife finally got our first like date evening since I don't know when. (laughs)
3: Uh, you know, I'm glad that I'm safe and healthy and I definitely am not looking forward to when things just start, I guess, escalating after we open up, but hopefully it won't happen and everybody will be recovered and we can move on with this, um, Ideally, a vaccine discovered. Um, they're working on it still. All right. Um, so I lost uh, my Pokemon Shield. It's been missing for a few weeks. I haven't said anything, um, but I was freaking out, freaking out. Couldn't find it anywhere. Uh, I finally found it. It was hiding in my Super Lucky's Tail. Apparently, that was the last game huh. that I I switched out with it. Well, wasn't it my that lucky? Super, super Lucky's Tail case. <laughs> so yeah, uh, I found it again, so I can start. Playing, I was so worried I wasn't gonna get there. You know, on the seventeenth when the new Pokemon uh, drops, the new uh, DLC stuff, which is awesome. I'm definitely radical excited about that. I cannot wait. I'm a little. Uh, I'm, I'm a little uh, unsure on how I'm gonna get a living Dex with that Cubfoo and its evolve form, but I'll, I'll figure that out when I come to it. <laughs> um, hopefully, I can get a hold of it. Fingers crossed. Um, so, other than that, like, there's not, like, a huge bunch of stuff going on right now. I've got about 104 shrines done in Breath of the Wild. So, I'm I'm making it, I'm, you know, so close. You know, so, what is it? 16 left. So... Yeah. And then I go do the Trial of the Sword, which is going to be a nightmare. That's going to take <laughs> weeks, I think. Yeah,
2: no thanks on Master Mode.
3: <laughs> it's going to be a trial, oh. for sure. <laughs> oh, um... Yeah, I got uh I got to play with uh you guys uh this weekend actually. Uh, I got to play arms and uh yeah. got to play some uh Mario Kart and uh had a lot of fun with that. Uh, it was great to pull out arms again and find out just how much josh has actually played arms it's a bit disturbing to me but hey cool you got a lot of use out of it um speaking of arms we've got the dlc the smash dlc fighter getting ready to be announced uh, it's gonna be arms themed no idea who it could be but uh if the popularity vote has anything to say it's probably gonna be min min uh my uh my vote is definitely on kid cobra but uh I know that's, uh, I just said that on Twitter and was like, I totally forgot he existed. Someone said to me, I'm <laughs> like, what? He's my favorite.
2: <laughs> I know it's not my turn yet, but to butt in there for a second, I- I'm going to go ahead and just say, I predict it's probably going to be Min-Min and that's who we're going to see. But I think it's going to be like three characters in one, almost like Hero, but maybe a little bit more of a difference. I think it's going to be like Min-Min, I don't know, Springman and Ribbon Girl or something. I know Springman's mans already in a sister of but I think they're going to really, do something they haven't really done yet. You know what I mean?
3: Yeah. I really hope to see them have the ability to switch their arms mid-battle. So, like, different modes. Similar to Shulk, in a way, but not quite. Um, you know, like, have the dragon with the laser. And then you can switch out and have, like, the big like electric bird or, yeah. or you know, an ice effect or something. Um, that would be really cool. Um I don't know, there's so many good characters in ARMS. There is. I know today Today you posted um, that ARMS uh, manga that they had out there, the comic or whatever. Yeah. Man, wish that was a thing. Yeah. More than, than that one shot, you know? Mm-hmm. But, oh, so good. <laughs> and then, other than that, that's about all I'm Radical Rexing about. Josh, what are you Radical Rexing about?
2: Well, um, I will start off with my game side of things, of course. I've mostly been playing XCOM 2. Um, I'm still working on a review for that one. So um, it's been taking me a little more time than I wanted it to, but it's it's been good fun. Um, it's it's hard to play like in front of the kid and stuff for the most part. It's not like Doom or something, but I still have to be a little careful. Um, but yeah, it's yeah. it's super good. Like if you've ever played um, the Mario and Rabbids game, um, which I, I believe was actually inspired by XCOM, um, the battle at least is a lot yeah. like that. It, it's got its own differences and it's a little deeper in some ways um for better or for worse Mm -hmm. it's a lot it's harder but it's really cool like there's a whole other aspect to it too where there's like a sim aspect to it where you have to build your base and like put different facilities and stuff in it so there's a lot to it and there's kind of a countdown um to basically getting a bad ending so to speak um Mm -hmm. without going into full detail though like yeah, it's it's real deep. It's good. I would recommend it. I mean, the collection's like it is 50 bucks on the Switch, I think. Um I think it's what it is anyway. It's something like that. Um and why it is cheaper on other consoles, but honestly, I I think there's $50 worth of gameplay there easy. Um but anyway, um to not go on about that one too long. Um outside of that, just haven't really been doing a whole lot of extra game stuff, something here or there, but Played a little... Oh, my wife got uh, Clubhouse games, actually, for her birthday early. Um, <laughs> I
3: totally got Clubhouse games, too. I forgot to say that.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's good. Um, you know, it's it's simple, and it's not like something I would usually jump to um, for those kind of collection-y games or whatever, especially just with, like, board gamey type of stuff. But it's it's really good. The presentation's really clean. Um, like, I've played... I don't know. we probably played 10 or so games of it already, or different games, and they've all been fun. Um I haven't ran into a stinker yet, anyway. Um, but yeah, so I would I would recommend looking into that one if you have time. But other than that, really, just kind of hanging around um, through all this kind of still COVID stuff going on, still working from home. Thank goodness for now. Um, Want to you know trying to focus more on writing and things like that. Um, it is kind of fun thinking, Hey, I can play XCOM, which is technically working in a way. So I kind of feel like I'm getting away with something, but anyway, um, I feel like I'm forgetting something to be honest, but yeah, we're, Oh, I'm going camping soon. So yeah, there's that. I guess that's exciting. I really miss E3 week. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking forward to coming back there. I guess nothing could really quite compare to, to last year almost. But yeah, it would just still been awesome. Maybe next year. But yeah,
3: yeah, next year we're gonna have you know more Breath of the Wild two and Hopefully. Metroid Prime four, Hopefully. and it's gonna be awesome. <laughs> and it's totally worth the wait.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. Let's let's go ahead and stick with that. Oh yeah, I have, <laughs> I actually have a lot of faith in, in in retro. So if we ever do get to see Prime four, I think it'll be good. And I'm not worried about Zelda. That'll be good too. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. So, anyway. That is all I got for now. I'll shut up. <laughs> Thank the Lord.
3: Oh. <laughs> I gotta say, I'm, I'm hoping that my playthrough of master mode and clicking on the shrines and stuff will pay off. And there's some like special bonus stuff that carries over into Breath of the Wild 2 if you have certain things completed in the game. Because, yeah. The Just bite. Kind of, <laughs> sort of, hoping. <laughs> I doubt it. But
1: yeah. Well, who knows. Um, myself, uh. Pfft. I don't know, it's kinda I mean, there's a lot, I guess, to be thankful for in a radical rexing way. Like um I'm just, you know, striving for God every day and it's hard to say I'm radical rexing about it because it's not it's not a party. I mean you're i I'm in spiritual warfare here. I mean, seriously, in my life I and you're battling demons and you're battling lies and you're battling questions and every day it's a battle and i mean i find myself listening to to uplifting music to me almost 24 7 which i can't do because i have other work to do like school and, and nutrition and i i am getting that in too but um or even just to read god's word but like it's like if i take my headphones out of my ears it's almost like my brain can lose control and i can get depressed or i can get sad, and, um, and then there's times where, like, I know I'm pretty cool, like, I had a really good day today, actually, for the most part, um, and, uh, you know, I'm just writing down a lot of God's promises and truths and speaking that into my life, and will continue to speak it out loud into my life, um, so, you know, like, there's progress, but it's a, it's a journey, it's not like I'm ready to have a huge E3 party and celebration that I feel like I'm a new me or myself again, so, um, I was sad this morning. This isn't Deep Radical Rexing, I guess, but I was sad because my phone reminded me that today would have been Nintendo's E3 presentation, and I was very sad, and I was very sarcastic and wishing everyone was with me doing what we do. Pizza, donuts, coffee, nachos. Oh, <laughs> Why couldn't they have had a live event right now? I don't know. Like, I don't know. What the frickin' heck? <laughs> I mean, they'll they'll probably stealth drop something in the middle of like July, and people are like, "What?" You know, I don't know. In my opinion, they could have just done a live event. It would have been fun. It would have been entertaining for the community for everything else that's going on in the world. We could use something like that. I get in my opinion, but um, yeah, I took all my games to my parents' house. I don't know if you guys talked about that last week. I took all my games and. Um, dropped them off. You would have thought I denounced my faith. It was kind of funny the way people reacted. Um, on both sides. I had people who overly joyed and saying, like, Kid, games are for children and you need to be an adult and focus on this, which I was like, okay, I don't agree with that entirely. And then I have people who are like, you don't need to get rid of your games to do what you're doing. That's ridiculous. And I'm like, okay, I don't agree with that entirely either. No, I put my games away because I got work to do. I got focus. I... I my focus is not a video game. I play. I've played video games all the time, and um, I'm buying random little games here and then. I don't need to buy them. I don't need to spend time on like. And I've, I'm off social media right now too. So like, it's amazing. Like, I spent almost my entire day in devotion and reading with with Christ. Outside of working out um, and in between breaks, I would like hop on my phone to like see if you goons texted me or anyone else and. Um, besides that, you know, I was like, all right, you know, and I put, I put my phone on airplane mode a lot of times now, just so I don't have distractions. Cause I know me, I'm easily distracted. So, um, you know, that's just kind of what I'm doing. And, uh, you know, I'm sure it, don't get me wrong. You know, if like, if Nintendo stealth dropped the trailer for like a super Metroid remake and it came out in July, you know, I'd probably like work really hard to earn my, to earn my share, to go buy a copy and play that game, I would, um, you know, it's just, it's, it's the little things right now, I don't need to be, like, I bought that bug game, that Paper Mario bug game, don't tell Kyle, um, and, you know, like, it looks fine, it felt like Paper Mario, but I'm just thinking, like, I don't need to play this right now, like, I just don't need to play it, what is it doing for me, but wasting my time. It's wasting my time because I got work to do on improving myself spiritually, mentally, and physically. So I've been hitting the gym hard and getting back on um, track of eating my nutrition and feeling my body right and doing all that stuff. So, um, yeah, that's what I'm Radical Rexing about. A lot of the same stuff. Um, nothing crazy. It's just a I am a story in progress. So um, keep you posted. But besides that, guys, I think we should get into the topic at hand. This week, it's not about a specific game alone. We're going to talk about a couple of games, but it's about an item, uh, you could say a gimmick, that Nintendo tried to throw at us back during the GameCube era. Um, And it's all about the Donkey Kong bongos.
2: came out back in 2003 in Japan in December and everywhere else got it uh well we got it in September of 2004 and Europe got it in October of 2004 and Australia so we had almost a year later to wait for these things um I, I don't know how anticipated they really were um I don't remember like counting down for these things but uh, they they finally got here so,
3: so uh, the DK Bongos were so uh Odd. Definitely a really odd choice. Um, I, I don't know how to feel about... The whole, like... Everybody hating on them and how they were stupid. And... Yeah, they were quite out there for one of Nintendo's controller ideas. But, like, I absolutely loved it. Um, Donkey Kongo was cool. I was never really good at it. with the Rhythm stuff. I never got much better than... Well, yeah, I just saw it as, like, another Dance Dance Revolution which it didn't really compare. Um, it was okay. I remember my hands hurting a lot when playing these games. Um, but, you know, I had fun playing these because, like, Jacob was along for the ride, too, and we'd play together, and we play. I'd play with my cousins, and it was so much fun to use these bongos. Uh, the sound, every time we hit the bongos, like, that sticks with me still. And the clapping sound, and or, or tapping the side of the uh, the bongo. I had a a class ring that I'd hit on the side of the bongo to get that clap sound going. Cause you know, clapping hurt my hands after a while. So I did the shortcut cheat, you know, I, I don't regret it still, <laughs> but uh, you know, and later they decided to have Donkey Konga too. Um, I just found out today that there was a third one, or at least I probably forgot that, but yeah, there's a third one that only was in Japan, which was cool enough. Um, but you know what, what the really, the thing I really wanted was something more to like control with the bongos, like, more than just, like, rhythm and music. And uh, along comes Donkey Kong Jungle Beat, and I loved it, absolutely loved it. Um, I was extremely disappointed that it was short, um, but I loved every bit of it. Um, just the idea of controlling and doing timed, you know, hitting of the bongo buttons and the clapping and and uh, beating up on the enemy bosses at the end. is so energy-packed. Like, I loved getting all, like, hyped up playing those parts. <laughs> Just wailing on <laughs> the bongos as I went.
1: <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, I had a good time with it, and I remember seeing it back on the E3 discs back um, back when you would bring them over, and we would get to, when they used to sit, set the whole thing out on uh, DVD, and that was my first introduction to it, you know? I remember I was trying to show my mom, like think she'd be impressed that you could play it this cool way somehow, maybe it entice her to get it for me more. I like I don't know, but um yeah, you know, I, that that was my original introduction to the Bongos and Um You <laughs> know, I was sold from the get go. I did think it was fascinating that I could control a game, um, with the Bongos. I mean I know it started with music. And what you know, it's kinda of bit of fool's gold. You know, they advertised, at the time, I was really into, you know, that's when I was just really getting into the punk scene. And, like, they had some songs from, like, Blink-182 and from Story of the Year. And, like, um, they really tricked you because it wasn't, like, I thought you were going to get, like, the real song. And it was just some generically re-recorded version of it, which was trash. I mean, it was terrible. I hated that. Um, but it was cool that they got to try to, that they tried to do that and, and include that, um, Mainstream music. It was Nintendo actually trying to do something, uh, you know, I guess that was popular with the world. I, I always thought it was cool when video games, video games don't do it anymore, but it was always cool when they would take real world music and put them in the games. Like, that's what I loved about the old Madden games. Like, uh, it was fun when you got to play, like, Good Charlotte, the Anthem, and Madden 2003, not traditional Madden NFL football music. So, you know, I, uh, I liked the bongos. I, I did like them. Um, overall, like, they were, you know, know, I, I thought it was fascinating. I think it's the best way to play Donkey Kong Jungle Beat with the bongos. I really enjoyed it. I played the game like that. I thought it was satisfying when you get to wail on the other... I thought it was fun when you got to uh, wail on um, the bad guys with uh, the bongos and Donkey Kong Jungle Bee. And, uh, like, it was really satisfying, wasn't it? Like, you just felt like you were throwing the punches as Donkey Kong did. Mm -hmm. Um, And I I loved that. I mean, I thought it was unique. I thought it was cool. And you had to clap to, like, make Donkey Kong clap in the game. I know a lot of people hated it. I think Josh actually hated that, but I really enjoyed it personally. Josh, what were your thoughts on the bongos in general?
2: Um, in general, I I liked them. Um, I don't know if I ever feel like they reached the potential they could have. So <laughs> I guess we'll start with Donkey Kong. I, I had Donkey Konga One, Two, and, and Jungle Beat. Uh-huh. Um, actually, we spent a decent amount of time on Donkey Konga One and Two. Probably two more. I can't find my two discs now, so I haven't played it in years. But um pulled out conga not too long ago and jungle beat but yeah the concept was cool um and there was a decent amount of things to do i remember like at least in the first one since i've played it again more recently um there were some pretty fun mini games you could unlock and things like that so that was cool um i remember one that was like whack-a-mole with king k-roll and all that was neat and seeing all the different characters and stuff on screen Mm -hmm. um but from donkey kong country Um, but like you were saying, the songs, um, some of the song choices were okay, but then the cover of them would be terrible. Like I was like, oh, okay, this song's fine. And then you'd click on it and it was awful. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't know why if they wouldn't have, if they couldn't have afforded the license or whatever the problem was to, to get the actual real song, I wish they would have just done like. Nintendo music. Mo- like, there was a little bit on there. Yeah. But, like, just put Donkey Kong Country music on there. That would have oh, been dude. fine. That would have been perfect.
1: That would have been really cool.
2: Um, But both of them kind of had the same problem, really, if I remember right. Um, yeah, they did. I don't remember a whole lot of 2's playlist. Well, yeah. And so I, I don't quite get why they went there out. they did with that. Other than that, they weren't terrible. Like, you know, they were still pretty fun. And I, I remember playing with my sister and my cousin and stuff. Mm-hmm. Back in the day when they came out. And we, we did have a good time and even recently my daughter um we pulled it out and I thought she'd enjoy it and she's she likes sitting down and playing it with us. I, I I still have two bongos left, so um that's been a fun one to play together. But and and they actually work surprisingly well. I always thought they were made real good. Um, you know, it picks up on your hit drums or whatever and your mm-hmm. claps and stuff really well. I do remember figuring out a kind of a trick with donkey Konga like on the lines that look like just non-stop clapping yeah my, my cousin and i would just yell in the thing
1: oh yeah and it would great. pick it up
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah, so yeah so that worked but but anyway to get on to, jung- to jungle beat that game i am not a huge fan of <laughs> um it was too much of a pain in the butt like i appreciate them trying to do something cool with it But just to walk and just to get somewhere like the levels were just like plain and it was a pain in the butt just to jump or to grab things. It was turned into like a game of a combo. How many things you can grab in the air? Mm -hmm. There was not really anything extra to it. Um, I I hated the way it looked (laughs) like all the characters like I thought, like all the characters outside of Donkey Kong pretty much looked lame and they were they're all like new. They didn't bother putting diddy or anybody like right. that in there. No, it to was just a them. bunch of really ugly characters. Yeah. Like I just there was almost ninja. There was not much I liked about it And it was I I think it was more proof Like during that period That once Rare left Like Nintendo Could not handle Donkey Kong on their own For whatever reason Thankfully Retro Made a couple Donkey Kong Country games That are really good Right
1: (laughs) Personally I mean As somebody You have to realize Like from my perspective I only remember I only I didn't have A Super Nintendo So I wasn't as in depth With the Lore of Donkey Kong At the time um, so to me, it was really cool to just have my own Donkey Kong side-scroller. The only Donkey Kong game I ever actually owned was Donkey Kong 64, which was a 3D platformer. Um, so at, to this point, I thought it was pretty neat. Um, like, I I didn't think much of the Kremlins not being in the game. I didn't think much about the bad guys being giant gorillas and not King K. Rule or his baddies. Like, it just didn't cross my mind at the time. Like, I understand it today, um you know, as being as big of a fan as I am now, um, I certainly would be upset if that was, like, the next Donkey Kong game. However, I also just didn't view it as that. I viewed it as this was a gimmick with the Bongos to try to, to get a different, unique experience with them. And that's really I mean, I enjoyed the experience. I don't think they put much emphasis into level design. Like you said, like, that wasn't their focus. Their focus was, well, let's just make this fun to maneuver by using bongos and be creative in our approach about it. So, you know, I really enjoyed that. I I respect it. Um, And I also respect the fact that they didn't um, make, you know, two more sequels in that same vein either. Like, they did it one time, they had fun with it, and then they moved on. And, uh, you know, I can respect that. I, I, I Overall, I enjoy Donkey Kong Jungle Beat. Um, they did re-release it on the Wii with a remote, though. Just the remote. Yeah.
3: Yeah, the Donkey Kong games, um, they could have been so much more, but Nintendo wasn't willing to pay the royalties. And uh, and, and again, if you think about it, like the bongos were just a gimmick, right. like fun thing, and I don't think they were expecting it to be like a huge hit. And so that was something that, mm. like, why put a ton of money into royalties and in getting these music licenses? Yeah, um, yeah, I never even got Donkey Konga Two because it didn't have any songs that interested me. Uh-huh. Like the first right, one, right. You know, at least, I had Blink, you know, and some other ones that I liked. But I don't want to just sit there and play Camp Town Races the whole time, you know. <laughs> and like, <just laughs> well, just stuff well, Two had Headstrong, free, but it wasn't a you know, good
2: version of Headstrong.
3: Free to the public, like. Yes. No. No. <laughs> please. No.
1: Uh, no. Uh, good. Um, <laughs> It, uh, you know, the bongos were also yeah. very loud. You know, it's, yeah. real. it's not something you can just... <laughs> unless you're in a completely opposite end of the house, it's something that you can't really just pull out and play. Um, you could disturb others and... Your family, or if you were supposed to be in bed and you're trying to play your game, uh, your parents could catch you easily playing that, you know. So um, (laughs) that wasn't always the brightest part, too. And you know, really, this was (laughs) Nintendo's response to the fad of what was going on, which was Rock Band at the time. Everyone loved Rock Band. Everyone was playing with their fake guitars. Everyone they thought they were really good at guitar, they really weren't. Um, This was. This was before. I'm sorry. I was going to say this was before that, wasn't it? No, I think... I mean, this is all right at that... This is, like, all right in that same genre, though. I mean... If yeah, it, not, was before,
3: the, uh, it was before Guitar Hero, even. It predates it, though. The only thing that I knew of that was music-wise was uh, DDR I stuff. I, I don't know if there was anything... Any Guitar Hero. I don't know. I Guitar felt, Hero I, the I first felt one like this it, was
1: what they came out with. But if I want to say that Guitar Hero it, this games happened all came before out that. Nintendo stuff, so... I can't really remem- remember. <laughs> I
2: uh, Japan say was 2003. So, uh, de- December Donkey? 2003. No, here was Kongo September 2004. Okay. It was really close then, yeah. Okay. So, again, it was okay.
1: definitely so on was the same it was a year before
3: Hero even came out.
1: Dig- controller instruments. But, um, you know, I just... I think it was... Again, that's Nintendo always doing their, their the Nintendo thing, you know. Um, it would have been cool if yeah. like, if they could have like taken like the instruments from um, Donkey Kong like '64. They all play different instruments. What if they had like a controller for each of those, and you just make music? That would have been unique and cool. I think. <laughs>
2: huh.
1: what would have been you,
2: expensive, but yeah. <laughs> you
1: know, I mean, you know, just to extend this conversation just a little bit more, like. What would you have liked to see them do with the bongos that they didn't do? Uh, You know, Josh, why don't you you start us off with that?
2: One thing that uh, I think they came, I I don't know the full history behind this. I'm sorry, I cannot remember. But there's the racing game that's on the way that's honestly not very great. Um, Is is it Jungle, or shoot, Donkey Kong Barrel Blast, I think is the name of it. Yeah. Um, And you use the Wii Remote and the Nunchuck, actually, to race but it like feels like it was made for the bongos. And I kind of wonder if that would have maybe felt a little better even on the bongos. Like if it would have, if it would have been kind of that thing that would have been a little more fun, made it a little more worth it at the time. I don't know. Um, But yeah, if they could have, you know, (laughs) what they brought out wasn't terrible. Even jungle beat, like I have problems with it for, for multiple reasons, but there would have just been a little bit of changes here and there. I, could have appreciated it a lot more. The Konga games, kind of the same thing. I I enjoyed them. We had fun with it, but there was some like odd choices we've already talked about. Um, I, I still feel like, yeah, be it like a racing game or or something else. I still feel like maybe there could have been something a little bit different. I don't, for me, like with Jungle Beat, for example. I don't feel like a platforming game. Like, I don't feel like that's what I wanted to do. Like, I know they were trying to do something original and creative, and I usually like what they pull off, (laughs) but I don't feel like that was the genre that really fit it real well. Mm
0: -hmm.
3: Now, I always thought that DK King of Swing was, like, demoted to a Game Boy Advance game and it was originally intended to use the bongos but I, I, it could be completely off base on that. But just like, you know, using one hand as one side of the bongo, using the other hand yeah. as the other side of the bongo, and you hit that button to, to grab onto the pegs or whatever. It's it's a very Klu Klu Land-like game. Um, you know, I thought that might have been a thing. Um, Donkey Kong Barrel Blast uh, came out in 2007 on the Wii, um, so it was a bit later. It could have been a product of that uh, something that they were working on with the bongos, um, but the bongos are primarily mm-hmm. f- like shown as kind of like a jetpack type thing that that he has on him, on, even on the cover of the game. So, um, that lends itself to some like it could have used that maybe they had that idea with the bongos. Um, but they definitely had pivoted quickly away from the bongos. <laughs> as many Nintendo uh, accessories right. go about one, two games, yeah. maybe three games if you're lucky, <laughs> and then that accessories is never used again.
1: <laughs> yeah, very true. Um, well, I mean, there's not much to say about them. I mean, they had their... Mm-hmm. Not much beyond that. I mean, they they had their uh, their time in the light, and I don't know if they'll ever come back besides maybe being like in the background of a Donkey Kong game to just be a throwback in the future. But, um, you know, they were a nice, sweet little thing they had at the time, and uh, I will say... Um, you know, I enjoyed what I did do with them, um, but uh, it's also you know they were flawed. Like, like you said, like with the fact that you could just yell and they would clap. Sometimes that would throw stuff off. I remember that even if the volume on the TV was a little too much, like they they clap, you know, and which was annoying. Yeah. So, like no, I'm not trying to clap, dang it! But um. <laughs> Well, I mean, do yeah, you guys have annoying. any or final thoughts on that?
3: <laughs> yeah, um, as far as the future of, this, of the bongos, um, you can find these really cheap just about everywhere. They pop up in your local flea market or, like, used game store. Um, they're not too expensive. I think, at most, probably, like, 20 bucks. I would say, unless they're like super rare now, and I've not been paying attention. But um, I'd like to see some games. You know, the, you have those like mm-hmm. one, two button games. They're indie games um, that could easily use the the bongos as a control scheme. And just uh, I'd like to see that happen in some way, some form. Um, and also, like again, like the mention of like seeing like a mini game or something in one of the Donkey Kong games. That lets you actually break out your bongos and use them, you know, on the Switch because you know there's the GameCube right uh, adapter or what have you. So um, that would be kind of cool too, but it's completely <laughs> unlikely. Well, like
2: <laughs> I, I'd, I'd, I guess like you were saying, something more along what the lines of stress? like when I mentioned the Donkey Konga games, there were so many games that were pretty fun. I, maybe I kind of wish they would have come out with something more focused on that. Just some like some really solid mini games or like a pinball kind of game or something maybe that's kind of random but i don't know it might have worked better than than what they gave us but i don't know it wasn't bad i mean overall i enjoyed them i've had a lot of fun with them on and off even throughout the years i have pulled them back out they're they're a fun gimmick they're really well made i mean they've held up you know me moving around and us using them and stuff for what like 16 years now since i got them whenever it was so mm-hmm. and, and they look basically brand new and they they're they're pretty solid like they're plastic but they're pretty solid little things and they look nice on a desk if you have somewhere nice to put them um so overall i do like them i just feel like they were a little mm-hmm. maybe a little short-lived or underused um they are kind of funny to go back and like hey watch me try to play this game with the bongos um i mean some games are completely <laughs> just almost non-functional with them but it is kind of a funny thing to go back to. <laughs> I, I appreciate that they exist.
3: <laughs> before we...
1: Uh, oh, that's right.
3: Before we wrap up, um, we do have a voicemail to play. Uh, so I'll go ahead and play that and then we can, we can end out the show. So let me get that queued up here.
1: All right. There you go. That was a little girl just talking about Donkey Kong and ukulele. I mean, you can't go wrong with that, right? That was,
2: of course, my daughter. Um, Yeah, I apologize. She went on a little long there, but (laughs) yeah, she she wanted to call in and talk some about the games she enjoys, and this was a special one to her, so wanted to give her the chance. There, didn't tell her what to say and yeah um, sounds like it they paid her five bucks <laughs> she just wanted to she was she, she got real excited about it so i just kind of let her go but
1: <laughs> you see listeners it's pretty sad that we have to pay our little children to call into our show when you guys don't call anymore <laughs> so you know feel free to call our hotline go for it <laughs>
3: So uh, I got a confession to make before we close out this episode. And I don't know if anybody else did this, but I totally broke out the Donkey Kong bongos, uh, the barrels uh, in the scene where you go (laughs) to fight uh, Bongo Bongo in in Ocarina of Time and totally like hit the bongos to the rhythm. Mm, So did
2: Link die? Like, did you you kill Link because you were Bongo Bongo? Or did you beat Bongo (laughs) Bongo? How does that work? oh uh, okay
1: <laughs> um no i've never done that right
3: i wasn't actually using his controller it was unplugged and everything i was just beating along be to the, the rhythm one. in that cutscene.
1: <laughs> i kind of want to try now <laughs> um and speaking of uh you know comment oh. on our uh episodes real quick know, yeah, we, <laughs> we, we were talking earlier today and you know we apologize to our listeners that our episodes have not been coming out at a regular frequency uh, we're just Transitioning back into the swing of things, a new normal for how we run the show, with my life being not the same as what it was once was, and uh, so, you know, we just ask for patience uh, for us. Um, We we do intend to try to get our episodes back out regularly every Thursday, Um, so hopefully we know one dropped today, This was last week's, should have been out last Thursday. Sorry, but hopefully you'll have two episodes this week with this one coming out this Thursday, so you can look forward to uh, seeing a routine of, of the episodes. Getting back to the old format that I used to be on. I just wanted to put that out there real quick before I do our due diligence. So, But Ryan, go ahead and take it away, man.
3: Sure thing, man. Now you can find us um, at our home on the NintendoVillage.com slash Nintendo Nostalgia. You can listen to the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and YouTube. You can find us on Facebook at Facebook Nos on our Twitter at Nintendo underscore NOS, you can find us on our Instagram at Nintendo In, and shoot us an email at nintendonostalgiain at gmail.com. You can also give us a call on our lovely hotline, share your memories, and show us some love at 317-969-5690. Guys, that brings us to the end of the episode. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll catch you next week. Later, Preston.
1: Have a good one.
2: See ya.